0: So the same way that you're picking a restaurant is the same exact way that your patients are choosing a dentist. Your business, your patients are consumers and they are shopping guys. (laughs) They're shopping for a better experience. Welcome to the Truth About Dentistry podcast. I am Dr. Peggy Bound, a successful solo dental practice owner in Saint John, New Brunswick. After years of figuring out how I wanted to practice, I now run a fully digital clinic, providing my own brand of dentistry on my own terms. It wasn't easy, and I'm still learning, but I know I have so much knowledge to share. This podcast is created to help inspire young dentists or anyone looking to transition to a more digital practice. I aim to give you actionable step-by-step strategies to help you navigate the modern dentistry landscape. If you're looking to become more digital, improve your skills, or even have a more profitable practice, then this podcast is for you. Now let's get started. Today, I wanna talk about marketing. Now, I don't care who you are? Do you have your marketing all tied up neatly with a bow or do you have no clue about marketing? Either way, nobody, and let me assure you, nobody has it all together, okay? And the reason why I say that is because it is constantly changing. And I mean, dentistry is constantly changing for goodness sakes. But think about the marketing side. I mean, who can keep up Last month it was stories or IGTV and the next month it's reels. And now you're not, you're all behind if you're not making reels. I don't know. Listen guys, I work at it. I love it. It's like a little side passion for me and I still don't have it all together. Now I don't pay someone to do it for me. I do most of everything, uh, of course, pretty much all everything myself But it is so hard, so it's okay to be overwhelmed by it. But knowing that it's overwhelming... I thought, "Mm, let's start today with the basics because again, doesn't matter uh, where you are. Sometimes it's just a good to think about what the basics are and then that'll help steer us into many other topics. So I believe this is going to take on more than one episode in order to get through this beast of of a thing called marketing and I guess marketing branding. But uh, let's start with the basics. So I want to reframe the way you think about dentistry and to do that, we have to think about ourselves as a different type of business, we are not not just a health professional, you know, just doing our best to sort of, you know, to to make sure we promote our health. We are a business, and if you think about any business, and let's choose a, a restaurant as an example, how would you go about looking or choosing a new restaurant? Think about that for a second. Would you get a recommendation from friends or family? Would you? Even if you did, would you still then Google search it? Would you look at the reviews? Would you see if they have a social media page or like an Instagram or Facebook? Would you like to see some of the things that people are saying? And or like I said, just images and just the general vibe Of that restaurant because maybe it's a special occasion. All of these things are methods or form of marketing. And the modern ways that a business gets noticed or chosen, one business gets chosen over another, is through these things. And a business has to be present uh, through media. And that's how you also have to think about your business. So the same way that you're picking a restaurant is the same exact way that. Your patients are choosing a dentist. Your business, your patients are consumers. And they are shopping, guys. <laughs> They're shopping for a better experience. And marketing is all about better. And if we make sure that we show up and we make sure it's Obvious through marketing and digital media that we are better in some way, that we're different in some way, that we're going to satisfy that consumer's desire for whatever it is they're looking for. That's the way we need to think about it, and there's no other way around it. I was in at a business the other day, and I asked him what his Instagram was, and he said, "Oh, I don't do that." I'm thinking to myself, "Okay." You don't do that. You don't think uh, you're, maybe you're too old for that, or you don't really want to get into that or whatnot, but you're, you're going to win or lose in business and you're going to be more successful in business if at least you're present there. Because people are going to judge you and choose to go to your business based on whether or not even, and this sounds, may sound extreme, whether or not you have an Instagram account and what does it look like and how is it functioning and what are people saying? So... You know, you can't opt out of this. Um, that's a key thing here is that your business, you can't opt out of You have to think about modern marketing and modern marketing is through digital. So just to give you an example, I was, you know, I get a report and I hope, again, your, your business is registered through Google. You have a Google My Business account. Every month I get a Google My Business report. My report for, for example, for February said that 3,528 people actually found me on Google and 162 people called me. There was 182 website visits and 25 even used it to ask for directions. So you think about the analytics and you think about what, you know, is what you're doing, make sure what you're doing, whatever you're putting out there is working. The flip side, if you're not online, think about it, that would have been 3,528 people that wouldn't have even known about me. So, you know, if I wanted my practice to grow, I have a very good green light that it's happening and that I'm doing something right. I wanna break it down into, into marketing into website and social media, okay? So your website, I want you to think of your website as the mothership, okay? all your social media so all the things you are doing should lead or funnel back to this mothership your website and your website has to be you know very clear about who you are um has should have consistent branding and consistent messaging of what they're really going to see when they come to your clinic. It should be beautiful, attractive, but it also should have what we call SEO or search engine optimization. And that isn't something that you necessarily have to know a lot about. Again, we're dentists, we don't we can't need to know all about this, but make sure that your website developer knows this. And one other little tip that I would say and I had a friend reach out to me the other day is that, you know, if you're developing your website it's going to probably cost you a little more to have it set up for mobile friendliness, if you will. And that is an extra cost. And you know, she was asking me, she's like, you know, should I do this? And I'm like, oh, absolutely. Most of us don't use our laptops or our home computers to look at websites. We're using our phones and that's just ever increasing. So if when they get to, you know, they look up your website on their phone and there's a bunch of fonts that are off skew or things aren't lining up or there's long videos that they have to load that will use their, their data, then they're going to probably move on. Um, so you need to have it very effective for mobile and, and also just very up to date. And like I said, beautiful, but think about that website as being key. So it should be very much, um, you know, up to date. And if you haven't updated your website in a long time, or even over a year, year and a half, you should really have another look at it. The other thing to think about are just the other online ways people were going to look for us, right? They're going to look for us in, in, many formats, but I'm going to kind of say what I think are the main ones right now. So the first one is Google my business, make sure you're there. But as far as social media goes, it should be Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And I'll talk a little bit about why each of them is important. Those ways that people find you, they have to be all there. And it's part of the big package of marketing. Let's dive into the three platforms that I mentioned. And the first one is Facebook. I'm then gonna talk about Instagram and then I wanna finally wrap up with LinkedIn, okay? So these are my top three, my favorite social media platforms. And when we talk about Facebook, I mean, it has 2.2 billion users. That's almost a third of the world's population, okay? And so imagine your business doesn't have a Facebook page and a third of, you know, the world's population has this, so you really have to make sure that I think not just do you have a Facebook page, but is it optimized? And I think that's that's the that's the key point here with any of these platforms is having a you know page or a platform that is optimized, and you're using it to its maximum benefit for you. So when we look at Facebook, um, Facebook, you can have of course. A personal Facebook page. But with Facebook for your business, you need a Facebook business page. And that includes, you know, your an ideal up-to-date non-stock photo or video. Mine has a video. So when you get there, you kind of come to a video. It should have another key thing in your Facebook business page is service tabs. And that will give you more uh, content and information about the different services that you provide. And that's just really important for a dentist. Now, for a different type of business, that might not be as important. There's also the about section. So you might want to tell a little bit about the history and who you are, you know, just what makes you, you, which is also really key. People identify with you for the reasons why you are in business and what your business is all about. And another really important one is reviews. And those should be strong and they should be, you know, you should be monitoring that, seeing what people say about you and having strong reviews on your Facebook business pages is very, very helpful. As we know, we're all going to get bad reviews. Okay. So, but the key is, is do you have enough good reviews that when you do get that bad review and it's going to happen, nobody's perfect. No one ever has that patient, never has a patient who's upset is can we drown out that one, can we make that one person look silly, (laughs) look strange and just like, okay, that must be just a crazy person. Cause look what all the good things that everybody else is saying about this dentist. Okay. So really focusing, encouraging your team. And sometimes you can even hire a company to make sure that you're, you're, Your patients are being asked uh, to give you a review. Now we get to talk about Instagram. Now, any of you who know me, Instagram is probably my favorite. No, wait, it is my favorite platform. (laughs) And if you haven't followed me yet on Instagram, it's dr. Peggy Bound, B-O-W-N. Make sure you give me a follow and DM me and tell me how you thought of this podcast. But again. If you look at my Instagram or the Instagram of most businesses, you will see that they have a business page for their Instagram. And that is going to give you a lot of things that you're not going to get with a personal Instagram page. You're going to have things like a contact button or, um, you know, an insights tab for yourself to see, you know, what types of posts did really well, what is working. Again, that's what I was saying before, you know, thinking about analytics and, you know, When you see something really getting a lot of good traction, then you've got to do more of that, okay? So think about that and modify and pivot to what's actually working. The thing you need to know about Instagram is that it is truly a very visual type of platform that allows images, which, hey, like, what are you doing in your clinic? What? What are they going to resonate with? What is quick that they can see? An image in a video is worth so much more than, you know, reading through content, through copy. It gives you an incredible amount of information about you and your business in a flash. And if you're really lucky and you're really good, you can actually get them to stop scrolling and go to like a link in your bio and maybe book a virtual consult with you or something like that. But the point here is that we want to use Instagram because it's so good for dentists because it really is so visual and the video and everything we can create is so easy to do, um, through the different ways we use the platform. There are different aspects to Instagram. And when you look at someone's main feed, if you call, um, like the main squares on their page, when you come to their Instagram account, um, think about, you know, what are the What is it saying about you? There should be, you should really plan out about 12 posts before attempting to gain followers. And you should be intentional. You should create content and posts that are kind of more, you know, again, very kind of on brand. Think about before you even start, maybe about what. What types of posts, what are some topics that you want to repeatedly give content about? And then maybe there's some colors or there's a vibe or there's a certain aesthetic that really appeals to you. So do a little research, look at other, other accounts and see what it is you like about them and what really makes you stop because that's probably going to what makes other people stop. So thinking about aesthetics and just the presentation of the main feed is really helpful. Now, once you've gained followers and you are, you know, you have these people who follow you, they are going to get a little icon, a little badge of you. And it's going to be, again, your story. And the more times you update that story, and the story is again, a little bit more for the people who are already following you. So they're following you now and you want to give them a little bit more. It's like a value added or a little more of a glimpse into like the short daily snippets of your life. Whereas the main feed posts are a little bit more of a bigger message. So up there, you're going to post and again, Ideals anywhere from five to 10 stories a day although I know 10s kind of hard but you know it's a quick update and it's really valuable it shows them you can put links there they can really uh, find other ways and you can help promote other businesses too so I like to do that and sometimes I'll tag another business or whatnot and that just helps a lot so using uh, Instagram stories is a really good way to keep your existing followers engaged. There are a lot of other things about Instagram I cannot go into it all. In fact, I will dive deeper into Instagram in another podcast. But one more thing I want to say, the hottest, coolest, most amazing thing you can do right now to gain followers on Instagram is to use Instagram Reels. Look it up. It is incredible. It gets so many more followers and it's the hottest new thing right now. So I'm, again, not going to go into that, how to do it and all that, but I want you to really know that this is not a fad. It's not going away. In fact, jump on this train now because it will help you gain a lot of local followers. I'm going to move on to LinkedIn Now, I hope you are all using LinkedIn. If you don't already have a LinkedIn personal account, which you should as a business um, professional, but also your clinic should have a LinkedIn account. Now, my top three reasons why you should be on LinkedIn is firstly, Almost 50% of the users make over 100K annually, okay? So if you're marketing to, and you're trying to grow your practice and build more, have more patients who have enough income to be able to accept the treatment that you're presenting, then this is a great group to, you know, market to. Number two is it will help you build authority in your field as a professional. So it can be really easy to stand out, by the way, on LinkedIn as a dentist, because many dentists are not on LinkedIn. They're barely making it, you know, able to make it on Instagram and Facebook. So if you can build authority as like a key opinion leader in dentistry, you can do that through LinkedIn. The third reason I love LinkedIn, is just an amazing way to help you find future employees and people who are just like you. And again, just gain those connections in the field because then when you need someone, i.e. like me needing an an associate, um, you can help find someone that way. So creating those connections with others and then um, maybe even finding employees when you do need them is another great reason to be on LinkedIn. One other little thing I want to say about LinkedIn is it's not unlike other platforms where creating videos on LinkedIn are the best, okay? So you're going to get more engagement. You'll see a higher percentage of engagement if you upload a native video uh, to LinkedIn as opposed to um you know, just a photo or even if you just say, you know, click the link to my YouTube channel, things like that, don't do that. Try to upload your video try to upload video that is native or that is from, you know, by you and uh, natively upload it into the LinkedIn platform. If you do need to put a link, put it down in the comments. So that's all the time I really want to spend on the platforms in this episode, because what I really want to do, or want my my point of this podcast, of this episode, is to really kind of focus on what may have stopped you from really knowing where to start. And uh, I want to give a few little points as to I think what I think can really help. And I hope already uh, we've clarified some of that. But the first thing I want you to think about is just really think hard, maybe discuss with your team, but what is your promise to your patients? And you know, it's as simple as that. And once you know that, once you know what you're constantly going to be delivering, it's easy to make content around that. And you know, the internet is full of copycats. There's all kinds of people gonna copy, you know, posts and things like that, but you can't be copied. There is no way possible. And there's so much natural, native, authentic content that you can create that can come out of your clinic, with both you and your team that just can't be copied. And it's just going to be so much better. So thinking about you know how you can be you, how you can show what you're providing and what you're promising to your patients, and then just all of that seeming very authentic to the viewer. Being authentic and being present online is more to do with thinking about who you are. But when the patients get into your clinic, is what they've seen online, is that going to be the same as what they experience and they see when they get to your clinic? If you haven't been doing that up until now, you just have stock images and there's not a lot of real authentic content, then that may be a little bit unsettling for patients. So I think, you know, as long as you're making content of videos, if you're doing all that, it's consistent and it's, you know, it's on point with, like I say, what your brand is, then it's going to work. The bottom line guys is be creative, but be authentic. Develop your brand and think about using at least two platforms you know, and incorporating some video. And that is going to be a fantastic start to your ability to just be present and be there because if they're, if you're not there, it's like, oh, where's Dr. So-and-so? Oh, they must not be a modern dentist. You know, you don't want that. So my tip of the day is if you really want to get started and you want to kind of like kind of catapult your, um, you know, you being found on these platforms is to think about using hashtags. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, hashtags, I have no idea. I can barely get my business page together. But what you can do is Instagram, especially, okay? So all the platforms use hashtags, but Instagram and LinkedIn maybe use them a little bit more. Instagram will use even, you're allowed even up to 30 per post, so make sure you maximize that. But when you use a hashtag, now, for example, if I live in St. John, New Brunswick, I might use the hashtag LoveSt. John. So a lot of, you know, young people under the age of 50 might be following that hashtag, or they may also use that hashtag, or they may look up that hashtag. Your post is gonna show up under that hashtag. And the more, you know, interesting it is, the higher up the feed it's going to show. So it's a great way for people to find you. And so thinking about using hashtags is, um, you know, super important. And another example is to use hashtags with locations. So again, you might use You know, St. John, New Brunswick, or Rossay, New Brunswick, or things like that, to, you know, get people from different areas, pull them in, get noticed. And the whole point is getting noticed, showing up so people can go, oh, wow, this is different. This is maybe better. This is where I want to go. So that's my tip of the day. I really hope you uh, found this helpful and, um, I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to to listen to this podcast. And again, hopefully I inspired you in some way. If you feel this was helpful or you have any colleagues that you think would really maybe enjoy some some of the content like this, we're going to be here every week and I would so appreciate it if you would subscribe to my channel and also share this little discovery of this new podcast. With your friends and colleagues. If you do want to reach me, you can certainly find me through my social media channels, Dr. Peggy Bound or Peggy Bound Dentistry, and or you can reach me on my email, peggy at smilesbybound.com.